What's up, guys? John Stacy here, your host of Thick, Strong, and Awkward, the podcast. Today, I got to talk to and catch up with another international athlete from Australia, originally from New Zealand. Made sure that uh, I specified that. Uh, he won the under 90 kilo worlds at OSG in 2019. Um, he was the only one to finish that absolute death medley in under 60 seconds. Uh, just a freak show athlete. Um, really excited to, uh, to have some more international guys on this podcast and get to know, you know, the world of strongman in different places around the world. So, um, I'll let him tell you all about his story. And, uh, without further ado, here we go. Cool. Ah, what's happening? Uh, just uh, just woke up. You know, nothing too much early in the morning over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm. Said, uh, you said it's like nine thirty like, over there. Yeah, it's like ten to ten or something now. So, wow. Um, Sunday night. Yeah, I'm just chilling though. It's all good. Kids are in bed. House is tidy. Just relaxing. There you go. That's that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah, man. So, uh, how's things been going? I uh, I've, I've been following you a little bit on Instagram. Um, last time I met you in uh, OSG in nineteen when you won. Oh, I think I remember you now. Yeah, we met at the back of that big banner. Yep, like the the main arena there. Mm-hmm. Sort of like near the athlete entrance into the um, yeah, onto the field. I guess. Mm-hmm. I think I th- I think I remember now. Yeah, oh, you were making yeah, yeah, yeah. making fun of me because uh, I was complaining about a twenty pound cut, and you said it's only ten kilos, mate. That's what I said. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So yeah, something like we, that. We we can. Oh, well, you were meant to compete. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And um. Yeah, shit. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Yeah, right. Oh, and and yeah, and you did you miss the weight, hey? Uh, yeah. So I was, I probably still could have made it. I was only a couple pounds off, but I had a, a yeah. QL injury, and I knew I was just okay. gonna be dog shit. So I decided yeah, just to yeah. go and uh, help the friends that were competing and kind of turn it into a, a spectator weekend. Yeah, sure. Oh, shit. No, no, I remember that now, man. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. We never, um, yeah, we didn't, you haven't, you didn't tell me, so I didn't really remember. I just thought, yeah, I, yeah sorry, man. I fucking, no, you're good. Oh, okay, you're good. I get it. Yeah, Long no, time ago. cool. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, man. It feels like freaking a while ago now. Hey, um, but yeah, no, it was still pretty, I mean, I guess. Yeah, shit. That's I was, fuck, I was. Was I making fun of you? I don't think I would have been fucking. Uh, I mean, a little bit, but it was well deserved. I mean, I I pulled out at the last second, and I mean, I probably should have still tried, but yeah, it is what it oh, is. Oh man, should I try? I, um, I can't imagine that I would have been. Uh, you know, would it probably would have just been in jest. Fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't take it personally or anything. I'm, it was all good. I'm normally pretty. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh shit! No, that, so um, have you competed much since then, or how's that injury and stuff like that? And 
yeah. So that, that kind of healed up. And then I ran into a, I tore my bicep, um, getting ready for OSG in 2020. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, uh, oh. healed up from that. And then, uh, on my way back from that, trying to qualify in 2021 for stuff, uh, wound up mm-hmm. with some, uh, disc issues in my back and whatnot. So I'm, I'm still competing. I'm planning on doing one at the end of March, but, uh, just kind of Pick playing it by ear, making sure everything's healthy. So. Yeah. Right. So where did you tear? Which part of your bicep did you tear? Uh, the distal, just right there at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, so the bottom, oh, fuck. And you got it reattached? Yep, yep. Shit, how, how long did that take? Uh, I mean, you know, recovery and stuff. What was that like? Yeah, that was probably, I think I was four months before I was cleared to do everything. Far out. Yeah, it's not 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 horrible. It could be worse, you know, as far yeah, as injuries yeah. go. Uh, so for- yeah, so oh yeah, okay. So six oh man, that's good. You're back training and stuff anyway. Shit. Yeah. Um still yeah. a little hesitant. I, I did stones yesterday and I still have yeah. that like that hard time getting that confidence back picking up a stone. Mm. But yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. Oh shit. Yeah. I've I, I mean I couldn't comment. I never really ever think about it, but uh you see a lot of people hurt them like that too though. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. Even mixed grip deadlifts, like I see so many mixed grip deadlifts, like pull biceps. Hey? Yeah, yeah, it's That's, brutal. Do you do you mix grip when you deadlift? Nah, I mean I used to when I did CrossFit, but never even thought about it either. I don't think it was ever really heavy enough <laughs> to, um, <laughs> sure. you know, to tear something. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, shit, you see, oh, those injuries are nasty to see. Yeah, have you have you ever had uh, like a significant injury of any kind? Uh, well, I, um, oh, not really to be, I mean, like, so I had surgery on my knee about, mm-hmm. um, nine weeks ago now, um, okay. to clean up heap of cartilage in my knee, um, in the trochlear groove, um, and behind the patella. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, it'd be bugging me for a while, mostly behind my patella because I walked into a loading pin on a yoke. And um, like popped a hole in the back of the cartilage of my knee Holy from shit. like smashing my knee into the yoke. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think anything of it at the time. I thought I just, you know, it was like a bone bruise or something like that. Sure. You know, like a, just a hard like knock to the knee. And um, but it took like maybe like a week and a half for this, for it to go away, like a bit of pain. And then it just like, I just couldn't squat deep and like couldn't drive through that leg and started going heaps one-sided. Anyway, I thought it was like muscle, something to do with the muscle. Cause I never even like clicked that me knocking my knee would have yeah. done something other, other than just a bit of a bruise. Right. So that's probably the biggest injury I had. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't really squat. Um, I stopped squatting maybe uh, the end of May last year, and only just started squatting again a week and a half ago. So, oh wow, yeah, that's, that's I had a like long time, long time no. I mean, like, yeah, I, I just couldn't really squat. Like, it was, I pretty much had taken like, I pretty much took like six, seven months off training. Mm-hmm. Like, I do things in my gym at home randomly just to like you know fucking say i trained but it was never i was i wasn't even on any um planned programming or anything like that sure 
Yeah. I was just like making shit up and doing stuff to make myself feel better and earn my cake and stuff, you know? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, nothing too major, man. Yeah. Touch wood. What do you... Yeah. What do you have planned? So you won OSG under 90 in 19. What have you, yep. have you competed since then? What have you been up to? Um, Besides well, the injury, obviously. Yeah. So I um, did that in 19 and then um, at the end of 20, so uh, December last, well, um, did some local comps like, um, when I came back, oh, yeah, so in 2020, obviously COVID hit, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, like, March. So between, like, um, oh, I did my state finals when I got back. So I won the state title at 90 uh, when I came back. And then I started prepping for um, Arnold's Australia, which was meant to be um, at the end of March mm-hmm. in 2020. But that got canned because COVID pretty much, like, you know, the pandemic took off. Yeah. Then we're in lockdown for, like, nine weeks. So, um, you know, two and a half months. I just trained at home, like, you know, not doing a whole well, I just, I Actually, I trained pretty hard for the maybe, like, the first six weeks during lockdown. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell's going on here? Like, you know, when am I going to get to – things just started you know like we sort of uh, started to realize holy shit fucking nothing's going back to normal anytime soon so then um pretty much did nothing until but and and then um maybe like uh sort of around october i started prepping for a record breaking record breakers comp Uh uh, at the end of december 20 well obviously yeah because obviously uh got announced osg was cancelled but uh, there was no way we were going to be let out of Australia anyway. The rules here were sure. freaking stupid. Even if it went yeah. ahead, we wouldn't have been able to go. So I did a record breakers comp at the end of 2020. And, um, yeah, that's when I broke the um, dumbbell, under 90 kg dumbbell world record and the uh, um, under 90 kg Atlas Stone world record. What would you set them at? Um, so dumbbell... At the time was 96, 90, 97 kilos, I think. And I yeah. um, I hit uh, 105 kgs on the dumbbell. 231, that's um, impressive. Yeah, that was... Uh, Sorry, in, free, in freedom units, 231. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, 231, yep. Um, and then I had to go at 107. Uh, whatever that is <laughs> and uh but yeah just just missed that yeah that's then, heavy. Um, yeah yeah it's um I, yeah it was pretty i was pretty happy to get it uh, yeah um, i would be fuck <laughs> yeah 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 i think uh yeah i um no nah, it was good it was good it was um i actually yeah haven't done it for a while because it's not coming up in any competitions plus my knees yeah. so i'm really keen to get back on the dumbbell actually mm-hmm. uh when the time arises but i'm prepping for another competition at the moment and then um yeah then did the stone at like 200 kilos nice it was pretty cool yeah yeah that's a heavy stone especially for being under yeah. 90 yeah man it was uh 
big, big, I was like, even, yeah, I haven't jumped on in a while, but I, I went and picked them up. Actually, I, I kept them at the place for like a year. I went and picked them up the other day. Uh-huh. The lady's like, um, how are you going to put them on? And she's like, we just pick it up. I'm like, lady, <laughs> I can't just pick this stone up. Like, um, it's, yeah, it looks huge at the moment. But um, I'm sure. Yeah, I was stoked to get that that stone actually because I don't know if you saw, but in the warm ups I missed um, my first lift at 180. Mm-hmm. Then I missed uh, my first attempt at the stone at 200. Yeah. So the second, my second attempt, and the first go at 200, and then I just managed to get um, yeah, 200 on the last, on the third and final attempt. That's awesome. So, man. That was really, yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah. Like, a, yeah, it's a wicked uh, moment sort of in time there. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I didn't see the fails uh, leading up to it, but I saw your final 200 kilo stone. It was, it looked pretty fucking wild, man. Yeah, man. It was, um, it was a, it was a really cool day. It was meant to be like a really, like a, um, like an awesome freaking competition there was going to be heaps of people coming. Like I had like heaps of like friends and family were going to come, um, sure. you know, like everyone else who was competing on the day. Cause they did heaps of other records, obviously. Yeah. It was going to be a big crowd and all of that. And then um, the day before they had to cancel the crowds because of freaking COVID again, we only had 30, like 30 people in total there the whole day, but uh, it yeah. was still, um, it was still really cool, cool mm-hmm. day. It was live streamed. It was actually um, live streamed really well by, um one of my sponsors who do live streaming so that was the upside to it yeah it was yeah. really cool eh? that's rad man what yeah. uh i've gotten I get a ton of questions for you about like the differences in like the strongman community in australia and like how your federations work and stuff because i know you guys don't exactly have like pro cards right yeah yeah so what do you want to know um you want to know about our so we don't have pro cards now we um it's all still very amateur i guess you know like it's um i guess if you're going to do a competition with it's like even like up your state titles so you know um yeah same as you we have state same as you guys so state titles you wouldn't really ever expect to um you know get any money from them or anything like that you know from sure. winning um, but we have, so, so here in WA, the, uh, I guess the traditional like corporations, a place called WA Strongman, and they hold, um, they'll, they used to hold like four qualifiers a year. Um, so four qualifying comps that qualified you for the finals. So you mm-hmm. just do one of the qualifiers, finish top three, you qualify for the finals. Okay. And then you, yeah, you do your state titles and then, um, you win that. So if you win, you then you get automatic qualification to uh, one of uh, to the Arnold's Australia. Um, and then so pretty much, I guess Arnold's Australia will be made up from you know winners of winners or second place getters or you know people who are deemed um, you know worthy from sort of finished top three of their states. They'll all go to the Arnold's Australia. Sure. Uh, but then they have international invites from there. Um, yeah, so you just have to qualify at one of your state titles, go to Arnold's, 
you win Arnold's and then you get an invite to like the Arnold, you know, what was the Arnold in America? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Although, yeah, if you won, I won the under 90 kg um, Arnold's in Australia in 2019, but we only get an invite to like the 105 show Arnold's sure. or something. And yeah, yeah. cause they don't, uh, they don't do 90 uh, at Arnold's mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, so there's, yeah, there's that path, which is like the Arnold's pathway. And then there's um, the OSG pathway, which is like you have another, I guess, uh, federation mm -hmm. uh, in in your state. You do a qualifying comp there. It's a similar pathway, but you just do a qualifying comp for the nationals. Um, it's called like the ASA nationals here in um, Australia. Okay. Yeah, so you win your uh, state qualifier, qualify for ASA nationals. Um, so I did the ASA Nationals here in 2019 as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Won that, and that gave me direct qualification to OSG. Um, okay. So yeah, there's uh, that's as far as the weight. We do have like um, I don't know if you even call like our, our heavyweight strong. I mean, I'm probably going to get shot down. I don't know to be honest, but <laughs> that then I don't think they're even like oh pros. Okay. Oh, hang on. No, wait. We do have pros for heavyweights. So, but they okay. only um, awarded pro status if they win the Arnold um, heavyweight title. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Arnold amateur heavyweight title. Um, okay. At Arnold Australia, Arnold Australia. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, if you win that, then you get a pro uh, pro invite to like the pro show. Yeah. Um, okay. Because obviously the Arnold Australia has like pro show as well. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, we have international strongmen and all of that come down. So yeah, there are some, but none that um, none of the lower weight categories or anything like that. That's interesting. I wonder why they haven't like gone into that at all. I don't know, man. I guess um, I'm not sure. I mean, because I mean, what 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 drives it? Like, I guess if you're gonna be a pro, um, that means that you're sort of earning money at these competitions. Is that right? I think that's sort well, of what you should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I know quite a few of your, um, like the one Oh five pro strongman, they all, you know, they compete for, um, you know, prize money and stuff. And mm -hmm. then they go to like the nationals and all of that, um, where you guys are, uh, forget the corporation now. Uh, so we've got we've got Strongman Corporation, we've got United States That's, Strongman, and then we've got the yeah, Clash yeah. Pro Series now. Yeah, yeah, which is sort of spearheading everything at, at the moment, isn't it? So leading yeah. the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I um, yeah, I really like what they're doing for the you know for the middleweight series or you know the um, weight category stuff. At um, sure for you guys in the US, it's been really cool. I I mean. Yeah, I, mean, I got invited to the one in um, twenty twenty. Was it uh, Clash Clash on the Coast? Uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah, that was a crazy competition. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it looked really cool, but yeah, I just wasn't able to get out of the country. Like, sure. Our um, yeah, our freaking border security and like all that sort of stuff's been so so frustrating over the last couple of years, but. Is it looking like something that's going to ease up anytime soon or is it still I, I just... I think it is, man. I, I think it is. Um, the problem okay. is we've got um, the... 
in Australia, we all have like state governments that sort of yeah. govern themselves. And yeah. pretty much every other, it's like a running joke here at the moment, every other state in Australia has opened up and, um, you know, they've opened up their borders and they're not really doing much quarantining. Well, they mm-hmm. are, you know, but you can do it at home and it's like seven days and you do all these, well, I don't know, the procedure, but sure. um, but easier to get in and out through those states and go to other countries. Mm-hmm. But my state in Western Australia, like, has just been, we've had, like, the harshest lockdown rules. We've, it, that's, like, a double sword because we've had, um, like, the most freedom and the least amount of lockdowns. And we pretty much had no restrictions during this whole COVID period. I think we had nine weeks at the beginning of, lock, you know, COVID, mm-hmm. and then we had maybe, like, another four-week lockdown, and that's all we've had the whole, you know, these last two and a half years or whatever. Uh-huh. But I think it's um, easing up. Um, yeah, it's looking like we're going to be able to get in and out of the country. You know, the thing is, we have to like apply to get in and out, and then um, you're not guaranteed. You weren't guaranteed entry back in, and all this sort of jazz. So wow. Yeah, yeah. You literally had to go on a waiting list, and they were only letting a certain amount of people back into the country each each week. It was like. Yeah, it was so. Can you hear that when I? Let me just turn something off, man. Yeah, so I was frustrating, man. Like, but it looks, looks like it's coming to um, coming to an end. Okay. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, you know. Yeah, man. Getting stranded outside your country would be pretty shitty for a competition. Oh man, I know some people um that went to the CrossFit Games uh-huh. uh, earlier this year. Competed uh-huh. over there. And they got, literally got stuck <laughs> stuck in the U.S. for like three weeks. Damn. Just had to live out of hotels. weren't allowed back in. Like, That's man, expensive. It's you know, expensive and and just like wrong. Like you know, yeah. not letting yeah. people from your own country come back. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's so I hate even talking about it, man. It's <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, speaking it's frustrating, of frustrating, eh? yeah. Speaking of CrossFit, that's where you started, right? Yeah, man. So I did CrossFit um, for about five years. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, when I first moved to Australia in 2012, um, I pretty much had not done any, like, I, I, I pretty much never really trained at a gym before, never mm-hmm. done any, like I might have been once or twice to the gym. I remember I had like a little bench press at home that – once a week we used to try and max our bench on um <laughs> sure and then like you know when i was like 19 or something like that yeah. um but yeah never really did much training at all so when i moved to australia i um got a gym membership and then i was i know i was maybe going to the gym for like a couple months and then i just um my cousin sort of said man you need to go try crossfit so um i joined my local crossfit gym mm-hmm. and just went from there like got addicted yeah. just got yeah balls deep into stro- into crossfit man it was like yeah and it was crossfit was popping back then too it was like mm-hmm. 2012 it was just taking off it was like the crossfit games were just crazy they were you know you, you had like tennis arenas just full of people mm-hmm. uh, watching crossfit you know the crossfit games um yeah, it was uh, it was really really cool. The community was just like, 
next level here in Australia, the, the CrossFit community. They're like, yeah, just made you want to go to the gym every day. So, yeah, it, it seems like uh, Australia and Sweden really dominate and Iceland, I guess, really dominate like the yeah. CrossFit uh, environment when you see the games and when you watch all the international stuff. Yeah. You know, I think like, uh, I mean, America obviously was, you know, was born there and like, um, you know, cause it was heavily based around like uh, military and stuff like that. You know, I sure. think it's uh military training. Like you guys are always going to have, uh, um, you know, strong, really strong presence, but uh, uh, CrossFit in Australia, like from 2012 to, well, I, I mean, I'm only going off what I sort of know, but from 2012 to sort of like 2017, 2018, it was just like huge here. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I did um, joined a local gym there, made some really cool friends, trained really hard, like just got, yeah, I, that's sort of when I realized like I was sort of strong, like, I went in the gym, my very first CrossFit session, I, I snatched like 80 kilos. It was only like five kgs off the best, like snatch in the gym at the time. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So it was like, yeah, they were like, whoa, what's, what the hell? And I, I was an ugly snatch, man. Like <laughs> just got it over my head and pressed it out. And sure. I actually have a video of it still. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, just, um, I just really loved it. The community was great. Mm-hmm. I trained um, at one gym for like uh, three years, and then I. Um, but it was, I was, I was like okay. But then I, I moved down. Um, I moved jobs and I moved to another gym called Injustice CrossFit, um, which was down where it, close to my job and where I lived. Uh-huh. Uh Because I moved, I moved at the time, and um, yeah, that that's when I sort of got into it a bit more. Started competing. Um, trained yeah just i was like the you know i went from being the strongest dude at, at my other gym to like you know the weakest and least fit well not least fit but you know i just got yeah you know um that was way down the picking order and so that was just awesome from a training just made you yeah. know, have people you want to um you want to chase sure just had a really like core group of like uh six or seven guys that would just push each other every day same time every day um do really outlandish workouts like crazy imams like i think the, the second ever session that I, I went to the gym we did a 75 minute imam <laughs> so yeah and and like um what was the what was the like, exercise you were doing um so it was a um it was a so i think it was 100 meter um run then one minute then um it was like 10, 10 back squats at, oh, I want to say, I can't remember the exact weight, but I, I think it was like 80 kgs, like 10 back squats at 80 okay. kgs. And then um, I, sh- I should really know. I can't remember the other two exercises, but there was a one-minute rest in between. So, so I think it might have been like four exercises, then a one-minute rest. But okay. it just went on for 75 minutes. Yeah. And like, I remember I got to like, you know, like 25 minutes. And I was like, fuck, this is oh, like, how the fuck am I going to go? <laughs> like, for, and I remember just like getting pushed through from the boys and like, you know, because they were way fitter than me. Yeah. And I think I got to like around 45 minutes and I was like, holy shit, I think I might actually be able to finish this. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, sure enough, man, I just stuck at it. We did the seven, we got to like, we did the 75 minutes. And I actually, I just like, it really sticks in my head that workout, man, because I was like, holy fuck, I cannot believe like I just achieved this, you know, like, sure. It's just yeah. a workout on, you know, a workout after work one day. But um, it was just like, there were so many times during my CrossFit training where you sort of just reach little mental goals, like, you know, mm-hmm. you broke through barriers mentally. Um, and yeah, like that sort of stuff just, just happened all the time with my training over those, like, especially over the last like two years when we were preparing for like, um, to qualify for the CrossFit games and all of that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and, and our training for the CrossFit games, like I had to do so much stuff that I was just, just way out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, there's that saying in CrossFit, like get comfortable be comfortable with the uncomfortable and like yeah that was just me and me all the time like i hated all the cardio stuff mm-hmm. i just had to battle through it like you know um yeah like especially rowing and stuff like i'd get to the gym at 5 a.m in the morning and do like 45 minutes of like rowing intervals with my mates and just be like hating it the whole time but you know pushing through it you know ticking all these little mental goals off man so um yeah the crossfit training was yeah it's it's huge for my for my um i guess my athletic you know um training and and you know mental toughness and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah crossfit (laughs) it's just uh (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I owe heaps of my, you know, strongman success to it. Oh, absolutely, There's no yeah. Denying it, yeah. Mm. Do you still incorporate like some CrossFit workouts into your strongman training? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean, just being honest, man. Like, uh, I mean, I think um, I. Yeah, n- not deliberately. Like now, now all my training is. Um, I mean, when when I'm when I first switched over to strongman, um, and at the end of 2017, uh, got my um joined up with my coach Max. Uh, he's been my coach actually. Yeah, this whole my whole strongman journey. Um, if like funny story how he came to coach me as well. But um, yeah, I remember like. I would message him and I, I got my first program and I was like, oh, that's fuck all. Like, you know, like it was only four days a week. Um, like, so I went because uh, CrossFit, I, I'd train like six days a week. I did double sessions from Monday to Friday and then one session on a Saturday or Sunday. Oh, okay. So, so I went from, you know, like um, 12 to 14 hours training a week to only really having four sessions of maybe two hours. So, you know, my um, training had cut down, like, a huge amount. I remember asking him, oh, can I do a bit more here? Can I do a bit more there? He's like, nah, you got to stop it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they gave me a big talk about, you know, how less is more, and now we're building for strength, and um, we need you to recover properly and, um, you know, have enough energy to – but just recover properly so that you could actually, you know, make your gains rather than – just always being a bit overworked in, in CrossFit, yeah. which honestly I, I was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just I don't I don't really, um, oh yeah, incorporate it at all anymore. I like I see um, 
sometimes I'll like push myself to complete some things a little bit faster and I'll put a timer on, you know, put it on every minute to, to you know, complete some sets. Um, but nah, never any CrossFit workouts. I might okay. do one randomly um, in the off season or something like that with some friends get dragged into it, but it's not a staple at all. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you for leaving that behind. Nah, it's hard. That's why yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. really, you know, yeah, if you be honest, like, that shit is, it was the hardest training that I ever did. So I believe it. Yeah. I've never had any interest in touching a CrossFit workout. Oh, I was just going to say, you've never done any. No, uh-huh. not even, yeah. um, not even like those 30, uh, you know, there's like uh, Grace, 30 nope. cleaning mm-hmm. jerks per time. Not nah, yeah. No. Well, you need 30? it one day, man. Doing reps of 30 with anything sounds awful. Well, it is, but. I, I mean, I, cha- I, I, I challenge you to do one of those ones, man. Like okay. seriously, okay. I, I honestly, I challenge you to do, I mean, it's the most, it's one of the most basic ones, <clears throat> but it's, you know, like you learn a lot about yourself and I mean, it might only uh, like this, you know, the, the workout is probably only, only going to take you at 60 kilos. Um, you know, it might take you maybe five minutes if 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 you're not pushing yourself, right? You know, so sure. it might it might you got to look at it like that. It's only sure. three to three and a half four your four minutes of your of you know of your life. Okay. But you're gonna um, you'll come out the back end of it with like you feel like you've had the flu. You'll be like coughing <laughs> up phlegm you didn't know you had. You might yeah. spew. You you know you have you'll be dizzy for half an hour afterwards. Yeah. You know all that sort of stuff, but it's, it's actually quite rewarding, man. Like, yeah. um, if you complete it, you know, find Fair. out a lot about yourself in like three and a half minutes. Well, um, now I guess I'm gonna have a bunch of listeners bugging me to do it, so I guess I might as well give should, it a man, shot. Should, yeah, def- I, I, I definitely encourage people to do it. I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, if you can tick it off, it's a big sort of uh, mental win. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. I mean, I had, uh, I used to train with my buddy Saul, um, in Washington when I lived there and he would, uh, he would put EMOMs and stuff like that regularly. Like we do like log press EMOMs and it'd be something light, like it'd be, you know, 90 kilos or something like that. And we do, you know, two reps every 30 seconds for 10 minutes or something, you know, along those lines, similar kind of stuff. And I would feel that way where I was just fucking dizzy afterwards, felt like shit. Um, but yeah, I'll give, uh, what would you say? Grace. That's the clean and press one. Uh, um, yeah, grace. Okay. I'll yeah, give that Isabel, one. Isabel's the snatch one. Definitely give it a go, man. Tag me. And, um, so I can see the aftermath film it. It's, it's a good workout. <laughs> All, right. All right. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, man, you should. So you said you were training for a, a strongman show coming up. Which one is it? Yeah. So, um, uh, it's called uh, Australian Middleweight Series. Uh, okay. It's really exciting, actually. It's um, man, we've got a really awesome um, promoter here in Australia called Mason uh, Dennett. Uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher his last name. Uh, Mason from Standard Submit, and um, he's worked. He's done some awesome work. He, oh, you might have seen some of his equipment, actually. He's um, he did a heap of stuff with um, World Ultimate Strongman. He's okay. he, he's the guy who made like the big um, concrete um, circus dumbbell, and it's like strapped with 
metal by metal bars. Yeah, you've probably yeah, seen see that. that. And it's yep. two two Atlas stones strapped together, sort of with yep. yeah, welded together. So he's he made a lot of equipment. He made the shields and stuff. I'm pretty sure for cool. um for World Ultimate Strongman, but. Man, he's he's got some really innovative equipment. Like he has this huge um, monstrosity of a tower um, that was meant to debut at the 2020 Arnold Australia. It's got like this rope pull, like leverage freaking thing where you hoist this weight. It's, anyway, he's made this massive monstrosity of like an equipment that's never seen the light of day. But anyway, so Mason is um. Yeah, he's hitting a um, Australian middleweight series. Okay, uh, and it's, so it's an invite-only show um, that's gonna, and it's in um, Queensland, which is over the other side of Australia, in April, uh, okay. April eighth to the ninth, um, at a thing called Meat Stock, which is like this big meat and barbecue festival. Nice. So I'm training for that. Yeah. Um, and it's, I'm really excited about it, man. Like it's been ages, you know, ages out of the game. Well, uh-huh. yeah, ages out. Well, it's been more than a year and stuff like that. Um, bodies slowly come back together. I'm training for like, you know, six weeks now. Everything's feeling really good. So, um, yeah, I'm training for that. Um, and the, there's some really good prize money on the line too. It's very there you go. similar. They're doing some similar um, – I think it, he wants to try and develop, you know, something similar to what Anthony's got going over there, going over there with Clash and just sort of built awesome. the scene here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, there's, yeah, he's offering some really great prize money across all divisions and stuff like that. So um, it's really exciting for a strongman in Australia. Um, what are the events? Cool events. Yeah, so um, there, um, let me, uh, what have we got? We got... Um, Fuck, I should know. I haven't actually started training the events yet because I've just been building my base. Sure. Um, but let, let me just quickly pull them up. Um, and you're doing, are you doing 105s now for sure? Or are you going to go back to a 90s? No, no, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to do this at 90. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did a competition last year. Oh, yeah, I did a 105 comp um, last year. I did okay. my state titles, state titles at the end of last year. Uh yeah. Oh, okay, so no, so what ended up happening was um they had the state titles for 20 uh 2020 in the middle of 2021 because they didn't get okay. to put it on. So I sure. did my state titles at 105 mm-hmm. last year. Um I won it, but um I don't know, man. I just didn't really. I, I, I put on a heap of weight. I was, I, I mean, not a heap of weight. I, I weighed in maybe like 104 or something like that on the day. Um, but I just got, I don't know. I didn't really feel, I didn't feel myself at that weight. I okay. was, I was yeah. quite slow. Um, sure. I mean, to be fair, I could probably improve on it. You know what I mean? And, and um, you know, I could probably improve at 105 and if I had more time to train speed and sure. stuff like that. I don't know. I think I just feel like I feel like um, I'm really good at 90. Um, I like walking around about this weight. You know, I'm some like. What do you? What do you walk like around? 100 at? kilos at the moment. Okay. So 220. Um, but yeah, like I feel good. We'll see. 
I, I, I just want it to be natural. And at the moment, I still want to go, I still want to compete at 90 and um, mm-hmm. take back a couple of records and set another one. So, sure. um, yeah, just got, so I'm just not really finished, um, finished at yeah. 90. So, yeah, get all the accolades you can at 90 before you move on. Yeah, man, that's it. I mean, I'm still, I guess, sort of young at, at, as far as the, um, as far as a strongman goes. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're smart about it, we can, um, hang around for a bit yeah how old are you i'm like 30 i'm 30 i'm 34 34 <laughs> okay 34 forget. yeah <laughs> yeah i did i just forgot for a second um <laughs> oh fuck, I okay so what we've got like a, um oh yeah so there's a uh uh deadlift for reps um but it's on this it's like um uh, it's on like a it's 260 at the bottom, but 280 at the top. So it's, it's, there's like some massive chains on the end of it. So as you lift okay. it, it becomes two, like 260 at the bottom, 280 at the top. So um, sure. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the weight for reps in whatever it is, 60, 60 seconds, I think. Um, there's a – there's oh, like a um, hoist – a hoist hold, like a – um, so it's pretty much like a thing, uh, yeah, fingers, finger. Okay. Um, you got to lift it up to a certain point and then hold it there for like a max amount of time. Oh, um, there's a okay. stone series. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, it's like a static hold, um, yeah, holding onto this fingers finger. Sure. So I'm guessing it'll be pretty heavy. Um, just like a grip event. Mm-hmm. I know there's a stone series at the end. Um, I have to check the stone weights. Uh, what else is there? There's a medley. I really want to find it because I know they're really cool. Um, they're cool events. I'll, I'll have to find it and uh, and get back to. It. I don't know where they are, but yeah, um, whatever they are, sure. They, I know they're cool events. So yeah, um, <laughs> no, nah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, sounds like a fun show, man. Yeah, it is. It uh, should be. Um, oh, it's all good. So yeah, man. Um, it'll be good to get back into that. Mm-hmm. How's uh how's training been going? You said you're just starting to build your base back. You so you're feeling strong, feeling. Yeah, man. So I've um, it's uh, what's mm-hmm. like, uh, be week six next week. So okay. um, yeah, I've just I've been I've, I've been like deadlifting twice a week, pressing twice a week. And only just started um, incorporating squats back in yet, like I said, like a week and a half ago. So mm-hmm. um, been really focusing on strict press. Um, I do a lot of. Um, we've found that um, uh, deep water method um, pressing help uh, like uh, helps me a lot. So I did okay. deep water pressing um, for the first four weeks. Now that's um, that's a new one for me. What it what's deep water pressing? So that's pretty much where you um, you'll start off at like ten by ten on a um, on a certain weight, roughly like sixty sixty five percent of your one rep max on a okay. on on you know on a exercise. Uh, mm-hmm. You do ten by ten, and then um, you increase it to the point where. So if you fail it, then you got to do it again. Um, so man, like 
no shit. I've done um, deep water pressing probably like four or four, like four or five times now. And every fucking time, well, at least three of the times, I've failed the very last rep on the last set of fucking <laughs> the 10 by 10. And I'll uh-huh. have to repeat it like the next week. Um, yeah, I don't know what it, it's either perfect weight selection or a mental block in my head, but. I swear I give it everything I can, man, like, you know, for that yeah. last rep and no shit, like, yeah, it falls four apart on the last rep. So it's like 10 by 10, but then you work towards being able to do the 100 reps in seven sets. So it goes, um, then it'll go to like um, six by 15, one by 10. Pretty sure that's the maths. Yeah. Okay. Six times 15, one by 10. Um yeah, so then you end up completing the whole the the hundred reps and seven sets. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, then um, well, then we just do like other progressions off of it. But yeah, it's uh, you sort of have to. I found it really good for me. Um, I, I don't know if it sort of taps into like my high rep crossfit background as well, but that's just yeah, something that's it kind of. It sounds like it would, um, uh, and that's, but it's obviously less reps than you would have done in CrossFit. So I'm sure it's good for strength building. Yeah, man. So to be doing that on pressing, um, that's coming back. It's been good. Cause like, this is probably the first time ever where I've had like, like a good solid, like, uh, 14 weeks to lead into a competition. Like normally okay. you will have like eight week preps or like 12 yeah. week preps is sort of the most we've ever had. So we've been able to take like these first four weeks sort of extra slow and just get some good quality volume in and hit like hit my deadlift from sort of all different angles. Um, you know, yeah, hit heap of, heap of accessories and stuff like that. So I'm starting to feel real strong. Like, you know, just, you just feel all the muscles come back in my <laughs> arms and back and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, from not squatting, I had a heap of like um, like muscle wastage on, especially on my right quad. Sure. Um, and um, my vastus lateralis sort of like disappeared on my right hand side. So, and I've only just I like last week I just started looking at it, and like I can already see it starting to come back. Yeah. So I'm like over the moon, man. Like, sure. You know, just just plugging away and stuff starting to come back together. So I'm really excited to. Yeah, to build back up and have two good legs and sort of, you know, get into this competition and yeah, you know, get into the dieting and trim down a bit and all that sort of stuff. So no, it's really exciting. Yeah, do you try to trim down um before you do like your water cut to make weight or what where do you try to get down to? Um, so I'll uh I, I normally like to get to around like 96 kilos sort of the week of the competition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I'm not afraid to do the hard yards and the sauna and stuff like that and um, hot bath and stuff. And so if I get to like, um, plus I'll, I'll start, yeah, so I'll start like dieting down probably about like, if I'm a good boy, I'll start dieting down like, you know, three weeks before. Start just cut um, cutting calories a little bit, just, you know, reducing my carbon take a little bit. Um, sure. Just pushing through. And then... I pretty much I'll go um like I go I'll have no carbs the week of the competition um week of yeah the week of like my my wake up 
I'll start my water load on the Sunday if it's a Friday weigh-in. Um, yeah, just water load all the way through, cut carbs, do my hot baths and stuff like that. And um, normally if I can get to sort of like, so I might be like 96 on the Sunday. If I can get to sort of like 94 by um, from cutting out carbs sort of by about three days before, I don't know, two, two days, two, three days before, then I know I'm in like in a good spot to just sure. shed the last four kilos. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. I've done it quite a few times now. So, yeah. Sort of just got to trust the process and, mm-hmm. yeah, hope it just falls off. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you got it all pretty much down to the science. Have you ever, have you found it all um, that it gets more difficult the more times that you do it? With some people, I know like they their body wants to cling to that weight a little bit harder every time they try to cut. It's just a little bit tougher. There's some people like that, and then there's some people where it's just the same every time. Yeah, no, it, I think it definitely does have its challenges, and I don't know if it's because I like subconsciously like I won't do. Like I'll take it a little bit easier because I've done it before. So I think it's just going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. I, I know one cut. Um, yeah. Which cut was it? Um, sheesh. Oh, the last time I think it was the last. Yeah, when was the last time I went to not? Oh yeah. The cut for the, um, for the record breakers comp. Mm-hmm. It was pretty tough. I think I just left. Yeah. I just left, you know, like it was tough to get the last like 500 grams off. Um, I had to do, I had to like wrap myself up the morning of, I wrap myself up in like garbage bag. And then I put jumps like um, mm-hmm. sweatpants on jumper, freaking backpack, hoodie, beanie, went for a ride, came yeah. back. I was still over. I knew I had to go and get some, um, some, what I need, I need to go and get some water and or something from the shop that's like about uh, like mm-hmm. another kilometer and a half. So I had like five hundred grams to lose. So I freaking like rode to the sh- rode to the shop to go and grab some water. I was like absolutely dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And by the time I came back, yeah, well, I only had like about hundred grams to come off. I knew that would come off by the time I went to the weigh-in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's. I think it does get a little bit harder, but uh, you think you also need to maintain your discipline and like, you know, uh, stick to it and, and not think that stuff's going to come off, you know, not, yeah. not just expect it to come off. So. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. How does, uh, I don't, what do you do for work? How does that lend itself to, uh, you know, your training and your everything? Um, so I'm a, um, I'm an uh, electric. I'm an electrician by trade, so um, okay. BNI technician. And uh, but I moved into. Um, I'm actually electrical draftsman now, so I moved uh, to electrical drafting maybe like three years ago. So I got a computer. I got a desk job. Okay. Um, got a really good good boss and good good work. You know, work group and flexible hours and stuff like that. So. Um, Oh, I'm just really lucky to have like, you know, really good family orientated boss and good company and stuff like that. Um, sure. Yeah. I can sort of, you know, I'm never really exerting too much energy at work. So, yeah. I, you know, I can um, just eat what I want and, you know, do all that loading and stuff that I need to and uh, go home and train and 
all that sort of stuff. Plus now, you know, since um, 2020, like work, I can work from home if I need to, you know, all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So now I'm really lucky, man, to um, have a good job where I sort of it fits around my training, you know? Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, good for recovery too. You're not out doing the construction stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I was out doing heaps of, uh, you know, work in the field and stuff before that and while I was mm-hmm. doing CrossFit. Um, yeah, man, I don't know how I did it, to be honest, but um, <laughs> it's probably why I was so shredded, like I literally had, I was just working all the time, you know, working out and mm-hmm. working. So, uh, yeah, so what about you? What do you do? What do you do for work? uh i'm in sales now i've i've gone back and forth i got my cdl so i've gone back and forth on like commercial driving and then uh different sales jobs with uh selling cars and stuff like that um and then trying to make some make some money on doing video edits and all this stuff now that i'm into the podcasting and the videoing and yeah cool yeah that's really that's awesome so you're just doing a bit more of that um the podcasting and stuff now yeah trying to Trying to make it into uh, something that maybe makes me some money where I don't have to do other jobs that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, you're putting them on YouTube or? Yeah, so I got a, a YouTube channel where I post some of the interviews. Um, I also make a lot of like custom videos for people at events and whatnot, the record breaker events we've had over here. Um, I film yeah. all the Clash series for Anthony. Oh, like I that. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like your focus on an athlete for the day and then. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd like do a video of the day for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. been cool. doing I've some of that. It. And yeah. then uh, I do like promos too for the cl- upcoming clash comps and stuff. You've probably seen a couple of those posted. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so just trying to break into that a little bit more. Um, you know, strongman is a uh, it's still a growing sport, so there's uh, a lot of people that um let's say they're building their social media platforms or building their uh their brands you know as athletes so trying uh-huh. to trying to help out with that oh that's good man yeah that's a good idea i've seen that a bit lately actually um a friend of mine carl had a uh um a record breakers event in down in tasmania and yeah i saw they had a videographer come through and do some uh, like yeah, oh, they no actually they had a photographer like do photo series for for different athletes and stuff like that, and you could just sort sure. of buy your own series of photos and stuff from the day. So, yep, actually, might they might have been doing videos as well, but um, I think it's a really good idea, good opportunity for you know local videographers and stuff like that as well too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, CrossFit's taken advantage of it over the last few years. You know, you've seen videos of uh, all the CrossFitters blow up and all their YouTube channels blow up. Um, and yeah. then bodybuilding has always been into it. They always pay videographers to come do, you know, their shows with them and film them training and stuff. So trying to get Strongman to kind of break into that market. Yeah, well, you see some of the, like, uh, the pros and stuff and now all doing YouTube channels and stuff like mm-hmm. Martins and... Um, yeah, Martins has his own video guy, follows him everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting as well, but you just got to be consistent, don't you? You got to have the time and mm-hmm. you got to be consistent and you got to pump out, you know. Um, yeah, you do really have to. I mean, it's, it's like a full-time job, you know, mm-hmm. for some of them now, you know, if you want to be successful. So, but I mean, like it's not a bad job to 
do if you can get um you know if you can be um consistent with it yeah yeah that's the tough part right now is having an actual full-time job and then doing this stuff when i get off work or on my days off or whatever but it's all been it's a blast man i really enjoy it so i can't complain oh exactly yeah man if you like it you'll keep doing it hey mm-hmm. yeah. so uh you you uh you got kids you said right yeah man i've got um three girls okay wow. three children um my eldest daughter is 12 she just started um well i don't know what you'd call it maybe like middle school or something like that like she's okay. yeah she's 12 uh, so she's yeah. uh she's year seven here but yeah so mm-hmm. she's 12 um and then my my middle middle child's nine and then my youngest girl is six okay so, wow um, you're outnumbered yeah. in the house huh <laughs> yeah man then my wife obviously so there's four girls in the house with me um it's pretty crazy sometimes <laughs> but you know i wouldn't have it any other way it's all good sure they um you know they're for they um i oh, mean girls are girls you'll show you endless love as a father so you know as long as those are there for them that you know they're there uh it's amazing to have you know be bringing up three girls and stuff it's pretty challenging but i'd I'm say sure. the, the most challenging years are, are to come i think uh, yeah especially, yeah you know, now that my daughter's 12 going into high school and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah but uh when well, you got that you got that age gap just right to where when that one challenging phase is ending the next one on the younger one's going to be starting <laughs> It's just starting, I know, yeah. <laughs> but look, now at least they're all in school now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, that was uh, wife's back at work and stuff. So, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. oh, look, man, be, you know, I don't think you ever stop learning as a parent. You never, you sure. never really, uh, you know, you're just navigating it sort of blind by yourself. You know, you got to learn mm-hmm. as you go. It's a massive challenge, but no, it's, it's good, man um that's awesome i bet it was uh interesting with uh everybody being at home for a while there with uh corona and whatnot yeah it was pretty i mean like uh it was it was good i mean you look back we'll look back on it and you know in years to come and be like man that was a crazy time but um that was good man we you know you learn to do different stuff we got lazy there for a while you know and we just sort of like some days you're just like literally just lie around do nothing you know like there's nothing uh-huh. really to do but then we also did some really cool stuff you know we had to like find ways different ways to celebrate birthdays and um, all that sort of things you know different ways to have fun you know going out doing sort of community things at a distance and all of that with you know yeah members of the neighborhood and um uh, it was an interesting time all right but i think Definitely not one you want to be in for a prolonged period. I think, you know, it can sure. get pretty yeah. mentally stressful if, if, you know, especially if you're in a job when you're not not able to work and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's been highlighted pretty um, pretty well, you know, over the last couple yeah. of years, hasn't it, with the pandemic. So, um, yeah, no, nah, it's, uh, it's – they're a good bunch, the family. My wife's amazing, man, like – Obviously, um, you know, I'm out here doing this hobby that's, you know, 
doesn't pay well really at all. Um, you sure. know, wasting a, not wasting, but you know, taking up a whole heap of family's time. I'm also right now because I got a gym at my house, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still sacrificing a lot of family time to to work on myself and you know, be selfish yeah. and do my own little hobby. And she's um, you know, she knows how much I love it and she's really supportive. You know, so. I mean, that's it's a awesome. huge thing when you've got a family, you know, having someone who actually supports what you're doing. Otherwise, um, it almost makes it impossible to do stuff like that, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You get the uh, you get the kiddos out there working out with you at all? Man, my, my daughter, my six-year-old daughter, she comes out every night. She, yeah. Especially over the last, like, since I've started training, back training again. Um, yeah, like, oh... I mean, I go out there, I'll start training. And, like, you know, sometimes I'll be really wanting to – sometimes I'll be wanting to, you know, get in the zone and, and just sort of like, you know, or, you know like I'll, I'll be starting training a bit late and I'll have to try and get through it a bit, bit faster. She'll come yeah. waddling out with her little, like, workout top on and then just, like, start pulling stuff out of the gym <laughs> and, like, you know, pulling mats outside. And, like, in my head, my first thought is always, oh, dad's got to train like and then i just like dude <laughs> she's six years old she wants to be with you she wants to come out and spend time with you she's working sure. on her health and fitness i have to you know fucking nip, like bring myself back down to earth and be like fuck man like you know she's you couldn't like you can't force kids to do this sort of stuff and she wants to do it so mm-hmm. um it's been really cool actually watching her um sort of you know learn to do different things and yeah she really she always wants to like you know deadlift and all of that sort of stuff and she's really strong too like, i can yeah. see it I, i'm like yeah legit man like was she um with this 20 kilo kettlebell and like i can just see like determination in her face to to lift it you know see a lot of kids mm-hmm. will like go to pull it off go to pull off the ground realize it's heavy and then um and just sort of like give up on it and smile and laugh sure. and be like, oh, but man, she'll cry. She, I can just see, like, I know that if she wants to keep training or, you know, doing something like this, she's got a heap of determination. So that's uh, really cool to see. Eh? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, I had one other thing to ask. When I tagged you on my Instagram originally, I said you were from Australia and you made a mm. made a big heap about it. So you're from New Zealand and you moved to Australia, right? Yeah, man, I'm from New Zealand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm originally from a place called Awaho in a, in a small town called Rotorua, um, in the so like the middle of the North Island uh, of New Zealand. Um, yes, I grew up grew up there. Had an amazing like childhood we lived on the lake um on the edge of a lake um yeah uh oh man that's like was, i can't say enough about it man like i had such a such a cool childhood growing up like especially now i see yeah. like you know my kids living here in the city and stuff in australia um yeah i you know never knew how how, how good i had it um sure so yeah um lived there then i moved to Auckland when I was like uh, 11 years old and I lived in Auckland in New Zealand till um, I was like 23 uh, then when I was 23 I moved to Australia to Perth here so um, uh, yeah I, I, I have to I mean people just think I'm from Australia you know because we sort sure. of sound the same um, 
and obviously I've lived here for a while now, ten mm-hmm. almost ten years. So, um, but yeah, no, gotta gotta tell, <laughs> gotta let people know exactly where I'm from, man. Do uh, is that a thing where people are like the, from different places there that they uh, I don't know, is it like a national pride thing or is it like people make fun oh, of each yeah. other just poking well, fun? Man, cause, like Australia, New Zealand, you know, Australia always has seen New Zealand as like their little brother type thing, you know what I mean? So, like, sure. I guess it's yeah. like uh, USA and Canada. Um, you okay. know, <laughs> to, to other people, you sound the same, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, um, but obviously to each other, you, you can tell straight away if somebody's from Australia or, or New Zealand and Canada, USA type thing. So, um, uh, we've always been known for punching above our weight as a you know, way smaller country and stuff like that. So, okay. um, yeah, we're really, um, you know, proud of, of, of where we're from and stuff like that. So, sure. Uh, Sounds like a great place. So. Plus Australia, Australia will try and claim Kiwis like as much as they can. There's <laughs> a- anything good that's ever come out of New Zealand has always been claimed by Australia. So, uh, okay. Yeah, man. Got to do our part to. Let them know. Let, let the rest of the world know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I bro. take that. That's cool. Hard out. <laughs> uh, I, that's that's all the questions I got for you today, man. I appreciate you taking the time, staying up late. No, you're all good, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, having me on. Hopefully, you know, you uh, well, if it's, people get something out of it. It's cool. People still uh, want want to hear from me, but. And we still got a heap of stuff to do. So I'm looking forward to the next year. And yeah. uh, uh, thanks for having me on, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully uh, things open up and you can get to the over to the Clash series for one of these. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, we'll, we'll see, bro. We're just, um, I'm, I just really want to, I don't want to really like plan stuff ahead too much. You know what I mean? Sure. Just yeah. the way with the things are like, um, been through so much over the last couple of years. We just, I just sort of learned to, uh, you know, take things as they come, and uh, you know, pl- don't plan too far ahead, and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So, man, the opportunity comes up, and everything falls into place. I'll definitely be keen to get back over to the United States. So, we'll see what happens. Right on, man. Well, I'll be sure to tag you in uh, a Grace workout here at some point, and we'll see how that plays man, out. Get it done, bro. You need to do it. Just make sure you hydrate. Make sure you hydrate. The, the day off and day before. Sure. Otherwise, you'll know about it. <laughs> All right, man. So we appreciate having it. me, John. Cheers, yep, bro. See you, buddy. See you.
All right, guys, that was Adam Dirks. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I will be looking for some new people to get on here. I think I got Mike O'Connor lined up and a few surprises. Uh, really looking forward to everything I've got in store and then some filming projects as I get to travel around to some of these shows. Uh, also, if you uh, or anybody you know is looking to start a podcast and want to do it through Buzzsprout, I've recently partnered with them a little bit. Um, if you use the link in my bio or my on any of my pages for the podcast, Spotify, Apple, whatever, and set up your own pay account for Spotify, they will send you a $20 gift card and it helps me out a little bit, supports the podcast. I would really appreciate it. Um, just pass that along to anybody you know that might be looking to start one. All right. Thanks, guys.